Good day from Sydney, Australia. This is Radio Rotary. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser speaking to you from the Rotary International Convention in Sydney, Australia. Join us for the next half hour as I speak to Rotarians from around the world about all the great things Rotary is doing to help humanity. And we'll be back after these important messages. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowas speaking to you from the Rotary International Convention in Sydney, Australia where we're going to be talking with Rotarians from around the world about all the great things Rotary is doing today. Well, I've traveled all the way around the world from New York to Sydney, Australia to cover the Rotary International Convention, only to run into two of my favorite Rotarians from Hudson Valley, Knut Johnson and his lovely wife, Anna. Knut, how are you? And good morning. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Well, thank you. Good morning. It's great to be here. Pleasure to have you. And Anna, always a delight to see you. Yes, thank you very much. Good times. So... Knut, let's talk to you first. Um, you're involved, very heavily involved, with the Rotary Foundation in the Hudson Valley, and of course our fight through the foundation to end polio now. How are we doing on that? How's the foundation doing it? And, and why do you think Rotarians who are listening today should support our foundation? Well, because first of all, it's our signature project worldwide, and uh, it puts us on the international stage when it comes to uh, humanitarian work. And really, uh, we are, even though there's some discouraging news uh, in recent weeks about uh, a few outbreaks of polio, uh, the World Health Organization, UNICEF, uh, they are absolutely convinced that um, they have a handle on it and uh, the direction that they're taking is, is still going to allow us to hopefully complete the work by 2018. So it's a, uh, a little setback, but at the same time, uh, it reinforces the direction that we're taking, and we really believe that the, the end is near. So very pleased to, to be a part of that great thing since 1985-86. And, of course, Rotarians like yourself and Rotarians from around the world who are here today at the Rotary International Convention, we're not going to rest on our laurels even when we beat polio, as you say, perhaps in 2018. We're already formulating a new campaign on fresh water and sanitation issues, and we'll be uh, interviewing people about clean water and sanitation on our uh, convention shows that we playing throughout the summer. So, Knut, um, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to convince all our listeners who are not yet Rotarians that they should be Rotarians. Well, I'll tell you what, for the, anybody that's listening to the show, you just have no idea how blessed you are, and if you don't believe, uh, call it fate, but uh, the simple fact that you... Uh, find your living in the Hudson Valley means that uh, life is good. There's uh, food and water and uh, shelter for 99% of us. And um, if you want to really feel good, uh, consider rolling up your sleeves, working on a project, or possibly uh, making a contribution to one of the many humanitarian efforts 
and one of the best ways to do that is uh, with a service organization that's over 100 years old. And hey, uh, we're just a small family, only 1.2 million members. And you know, Knut, if, you, if people out there are saying, gee, I'd love to join Rotary, but I can't make a meeting every week, I've got a deal for you. You can join our e-club. Anna Johnson's here with us also, and she is involved with our e-club. Anna, what is an e-club? It's a Rotary club, and we meet online when we can. We meet once a month in our, in our area in the Hudson Valley. But uh, we have contacts all over the world, and we are running projects in other countries as well. So um, we do makeups, and we have a website where people can do makeups on to get credit for those days that they miss the regular uh, Rotary Club meeting. Um, it's been a joy this past week and uh, sharing eClub with other members throughout the world. And we are very healthy and a very stable club in the Hudson, District 7210. Um, last week we had, uh, well, I would say two weeks ago, three new members from Turkey. That's uh, terrific. So it's very, very interesting. Now, does an e-club, because it's online, appeal to the younger members? Absolutely. It's very convenient. Anyone that is mobile and just moving and traveling a lot, the e-club is the best place to be. So, Anna, you mentioned that there's a website. Could you give it to our listeners if they want to uh, go online and take a look? Yes, rotaryeclub7210.org. Give that to us once again. rotaryeclub7210.org. And folks at home, if you are interested in joining Rotary and getting to meet terrific people like Anna Knut Johnson, uh, if you, you can also go to the website of Rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the Club Locator button, type in your hometown, find out where your local Rotary Club meets and join us for the fun, the food, and the fellowship, and get to be friends with some wonderful people like Anna and Knut Johnson. Anna, so, thank you so much for joining us this morning my on Radio pleasure. Rotary. It's my pleasure. Thank you. And Knut, always a delight to see you. Thank you, Jonah. Good day. I'm delighted to welcome to Radio Rotary, uh, to our program here, coming to you from Sydney, Australia, the Convention of the Rotary International, uh, Ernie Montaigne, an outstanding Rotarian from Arizona. He's going to talk to a little bit about uh, some of the clean water projects they've done out there. Good morning, Ernie. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you very much, Jonah. I'm pleased to be here. So um, what got you interested in, in uh, clean water problems? I mean, we live in the United States, and we're privileged that uh, anytime we turn on the faucet, pretty much clean water is there waiting for us. What got you interested in making sure people around the world are provided with clean water? Jonah, that's really a great question. And let me just say that, that I believe Rotary gives each of us an opportunity to make the world a better place. And water is one of those areas that we can do that. And our opportunity came when my wife and I were invited to visit West Africa by Rotary friends that we met at a Rotary convention, just like this one. Um, we didn't know what to expect, but our friends took us to many remote villages in West Africa where we met the poorest of the poor. People living on less than a dollar a day, living in a mud hut, dirt floor, grass roof, of course, no running water, no electricity. The village chief would typically say something to us, you can see that we have many needs, but our number one need is access to clean water. And they said, would you like to see where we get water? And my wife and I said, sure. They took us where they got water, where the women walked miles every day to get water. 
Sally and I were dismayed to see pigs and cattle drinking in the same place. And quite frankly, I was so moved by this that I made a very rash promise. I said, you have touched my heart and brought tears to my eyes. And I promise you, I promise you, Sally and I will work very hard to find the resources to bring clean water to your village. The women then said to us, when we get a will, our babies will stop dying. Now, Jonah, that really got our attention. We had no idea how to, to make good on that rash promise that I'd made. But I thought, Rotarians are generous. Sally, we're going to go back home, and we're going to tell our Rotarian friends about what we've seen here and about the need for water and about the difference that water can make in people's lives. And be now, because of the generosity of hundreds of Rotarians in 88 clubs around the world, and because of the power of Rotary Foundation grants, now more than 50 communities, 50 in Togo and Niger, have access to clean water, improved health care, improved education, or other humanitarian aid. And that is what Rotary can accomplish. Larry Montaigne, a past district governor from Arizona, um, you mentioned uh, that uh, these water projects are in some of the poor areas of the world, uh, Africa. I know there's uh, a crying need in India where very often the Ganges River is used both as a water supply and as a communal toilet. Um, what are, uh, as a group that's meeting here today in uh, Sydney, Australia, we're at the conference called WASRAG, W-A-S-R-A-G, uh, a Rotary Action Group for Water and Sanitation. Um, what do that, what does that group and, and people like yourself, how do they work together to bring clean water to uh, the world? See, that's the benefit of Rotary and, and WASRAG in particular. WASRAG is a sounding board for people who are interested in water and people not only who want to do the good, but then other people who have the resources to make things happen. We have with us uh, many non-governmental organizations who represent ways to get things done in these developing countries. It could be well drilling, it could be some kind of um, purification systems, uh, simple that, that folks can use. So this particular sub-convention, and we're here the day before the Rotary International Convention, but this um, Water and Sanitation Rotarian Action Group, or WASHRAG convention, uh, meeting, brings all these people together in, in a way that they can make contacts and, and develop plans and, um, to, to do projects similar to the ones that we did in, in West Africa years ago. Well, I'm sure with people like you leading the way, Ernie Montaigne, uh, we're going to solve the world's water problems just as we've almost come this close to eradicating polio because there's a lot of energy in Rotary. And, you know, folks at home, if you would like to meet great people like Ernie Montaigne and join in the fun, the food, and the fellowship, uh, look up your local Rotary Club at rotary.org, click on the club locator button, type in your hometown, find out where uh, your local Rotary Club meets, stop by for a visit, and you might also get to meet great people like Ernie Montaigne. Ernie, you're a past district governor. Uh, that means you've been very active in Rotary, doing a lot of good uh, over a long period of time. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to speak to a whole lot of people who aren't Rotarians. We have over 50,000 listeners every week. Many of them are not Rotarians. Tell them why they should join Rotary. I think, as I said at starting out, Rotary gives each of us an opportunity to make the world a better place, to improve the lives of the less fortunate, and to make a difference. 
And with Rotary, you can leverage resources that much beyond your own or your own club. So that's what Rotary does for each of us. Ernie Montaigne of the uh, Tucson Sunrise Arizona Rotary Club, thanks so much for everything you do to bring clean water around the world. And thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you very much, Jonah. It was my pleasure to be here. My pleasure to meet you. Ernie, enjoy the rest of the conference. And we'll be back with more of our exclusive coverage of the Rotary International 105th Annual Convention from Sydney, Australia, right after these important messages. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser speaking to you from the Rotary International Convention in Sydney, Australia, where we're going to be talking with Rotarians from around the world about all the great things Rotary is doing today. Well, I know that uh, hotels can be hard to come by in uh, Sydney, Australia, where we're talking to you from uh, Rotary International Convention. It may be a bit expensive, but my next guest, Liz O'Dell, has pitched a tent in the middle of the convention. I don't know if it's because she wants to save on a hotel, and she's got a very big project she wants to talk to us about. But first, Liz O'Dell, good morning, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Of course, this tent is in what we call a shelter box tent. Tell our listeners what shelter box is all about. Okay, a shelter box is based in the UK. We've been going for 14 years. And we're basically a disaster relief charity, and we provide emergency shelter and other household items to people who've lost their homes through disasters, either man-made or natural. So we're talking about earthquakes, tsunamis, floods, refugee camps worldwide. And, And we've deployed to over 135 countries so far. And the shelter box itself, it's a big green plastic box, like a big Tupperware box about the size of an old-fashioned steamer truck. And I'll tell you, you should give lessons to everyone who comes to these conventions on how to pack a suitcase. Because it's amazing the amount of material you pack in that box. Tell us what's in the average shelter box. Well, the shelter box weighs about 55 kilos when it's full. So I guess that's about 120 pounds in your money. 130 pounds. 120 pounds in weight, yeah. yeah. And in that we have the uh, the family tent, which sleeps the whole family. It's, it's a big tent. It's about 17 feet wide and about 7 to 8 feet tall and that can be lived in for six months. Then also in the box we put blankets, we put ground sheets, uh, a whole cooking set, pots and pans, and mosquito nets. And then we also have a water filtration kit and some water carriers, 
uh, and also some solar light and a pack for the children and a toolkit so people can start to repair their homes. That's an amazing amount of uh, important vital material uh, to survive that you can fit in such a compact area. And as you said, shelter boxes have gone all around the world, including to places like New Orleans and, and the United States for Katrina and uh, other disasters. That's right. I think we were also in the States in Oklahoma following mm -hmm. some tornadoes you had there. Right. Um, our most recent deployment, uh, the major one, has been to the Philippines following Typhoon Haiyan, which struck last November. And we've sheltered over 7,000 families there. Well, that's terrific. So Liz O'Dell, a Rotarian from Boston, England. Um, if people want to know more about Shelterbox, is there a website? There sure is. You can go to www.shelterbox.org. That's www.shelterbox.org. Liz O'Dell, thank you so much for everything you do to help people in their time of need. And thanks for joining us on Radio Rotary. My next guest on Radio Rotary is Rotarian Floyd Hammer of Iowa. And we're going to talk about something called Outreach. And they have here at their table my favorite meal, macaroni and cheese. Floyd, when's lunch? Well, hopefully not long because I'm hungry. <laughs> so, uh, Floyd Hammer, uh, tell us, what is Outreach? Uh, what the, what's the company Outreach doing? Outreach was formed in 2004 as a result of a trip to East Africa, Tanzania. We went there to renovate a leprosy hospital. My last name is Hammer out of the construction industry, believe it or not. We went there to renovate a leprosy hospital into an AIDS care facility. People were dying of starvation. So that was the beginning of outreach. My wife said, we can't just stand by and let children die. We have to do something to help them. So we came home and we started packaging meals, which is one of four things that outreach does. Outreach is water, food, medicine, education. So we provide water systems to focused areas or like children's feeding centers. Food, which is what you're showing here, is packaging meals, which we do all over North America and Canada. Um, medicine, we run two medical missions a year. We've taken over 1,200 doctors and nurses and staff people to Tanzania over the last eight years. And then education, we provide meals to about 2,000 children each school day if they go to school. Now you have here a setup where uh, you could actually package the meals right here. You've got a funnel, uh, you've got a big tub of macaroni, you've got some cheese powder, and you've got a heat sealer for the plastic bags. So do you encourage Rotary Clubs to get involved in this and, and uh, do it yourself, seal the meals, or is it done at your company? No, we go to the Rotary Club. Uh, our next big event will be in Des Moines, Iowa, and we're going to package 100,000 meals with the 10 Rotary Clubs in Des Moines City. Now, the, is macaroni and cheese the only thing you, you do? Is, is there a reason that uh, macaroni and cheese is so prominent other than the fact I love it? Well, we actually do three meals. One is an international meal, which is it's basically a, a staple. The other two meals for our domestic production are macaroni and cheese, as you mentioned, as well as a bean and rice uh, for Latino and even a lot of the, our folks in the Appalachians like a bean and rice meal. So, so do I. The, the, they do those for the domestic market. You know, the people in America aren't starving, they're hungry. And the international meal doesn't have that much flavor. Plus that, the domestic meal has been formulated by Iowa State University and it tastes good. So, Rotarian Floyd Hammer of um, Moines, Iowa, if people want to learn more about outreach and feeding the hungry, uh, do you have a website or how would they get that information? Just go to outreachprogram.org 
That's outreach program as if it was one word.org, correct? Or outreachafrica.org. That's terrific. Well, Rotarian Floyd Hammer of the Des Moines, Iowa Club, thank you for everything you're doing to feed the hungry around the world, and thank you for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. I'm delighted to welcome to Radio Rotary Cat O'Brien. She is the Area of Focus Manager for Rotary International at Evanston, Illinois. Good morning, Cat. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. Thank you for talking to me. So tell us all about the um, Peace Project that you have a booth here about. Uh, what's it called? So this is the Rotary Peace Fellowship. It's uh, Rotary offers 50 master's degree fellowships each year and 50 professional development certificate. And they have Rotary Peace Centers. What are those? So Rotary's partnered with seven universities at six Rotary centers around the world. And um, we have five centers that offer master's degree. And then we've partnered with Chula Longhorn University in Bangkok, Thailand. And that's where we offer our professional development certificate program. We have over 800 alumni and the program's been around for 12 years. So if somebody's interested in attending one of these schools, is there a cost involved? Is Rotary and Rotarians uh, foot the bill? Okay, so the um, the fellowship's funded by Rotarians, by clubs, by donors, um, but the and each applicant has to apply through a Rotary district. They can also apply through their club and then through the Rotary district. But then um, there's no cost to the district to if these if the applicant is selected. There's no cost. And what do they study? I mean, peace is a very broad yeah, subject. Exactly. It is very broad. So the degree has an overarching theme of peace, but depending on the center, it might be more international development focused. Uh, our center at University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, is more um, interdisciplinary, and so we'll have fellows that study public health, fellows that study about water and sanitation. We even have a fellow that studied about storytelling and how that impacts peace and conflict prevention. And how do they put this uh, education to practical use? In a variety of ways. Uh, we have people that work for the UN. We have people that teach in elementary schools. We have people that work um, as police officers, people in the military, just a whole variety of um, careers. And if folks at home are listening and either they might be interested or have uh, uh, a student who might be interested in uh, becoming a Rotary Peace Fellow, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can check out our website at rotary.org slash rotarycenters. Uh, you can also email us at rotarypeacecenters at rotary.org. We're happy to answer any questions. Uh, our application for this year is due on July 1st. There's still time. Um, and you can download our application on our website. Well, Cat O'Brien, thank you so much for telling us about the Rotary Peace Fellows. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thanks so much for stopping by. Well, I hope you have enjoyed listening to our special coverage of the Rotary International Convention from Sydney, Australia. My thanks to our engineer, Jay Verzi, for the superb editing job. My thanks also to the media representatives from Rotary International, Vivian Fiore and Elizabeth Minnelli, for all of their help. And thanks most of all, ladies and gentlemen, to you for tuning in to Radio Rotary every week at this same time. Till next week, this is Jonah Trebowasa saying so long from Sydney, Australia. 
Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.